G'day, everybody, and welcome to another Down in the Centre podcast about migrating to Australia. Um, I'm joined by Ben Thompson, and uh, Ben, welcome, buddy. Thanks, Wes. Nice to speak to you. So um, for those who don't know, Ben's a bit of a Tyson Fury lookalike. Um, I think the first time I saw you, mate, in uh, in an expo, you came to one of the expos. Was it in Birmingham? Uh, I think it was Liverpool. Yeah, you in, um, and you just you came in with a big concerned look on your face, mate, with your partner, um, and I think you kind of wanted answers. By memory, you, you already had a different migration agent at that time or something. Was that right? Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, we'd we'd already signed up um, with another company, but um, as we walked around that that my, the uh, expo, we bumped into you and Jenny, um, and we just kind of hit it off from there. So we cancelled the other company and started the progress with you. Yeah, that's good. So, Ben, let's let's get a bit about yourself first, mate. So, um, you're a plumber uh, by trade. Um, whereabouts are you from? Who's in your family? All that sort of stuff, mate. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm from a little town called Halifax in Yorkshire. Um, there's me, uh, my wife. When we came over, there was uh, four of us. When we actually met, there was my wife was pregnant with my little boy. Um, since arriving here um, in 2020, um, we've had another little girl. Um, so yeah, there's um, quite a quite a gang of us now. And, um, congratulations, mate. I have a little girl too. We were talking about that because um, even though we don't look it, but we're both in our 40s. Um, <laughs> so it's, 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 I guess it's sort of hard being a, being a dad again in your 40s, but it, I guess it's fun because you've got a bit of experience. But it's probably also difficult running, um, running a business, which we'll talk about in, a, like in more detail because um, in the UK, how long did you have your business for, mate? Yeah, so I had my own business there for probably about 12 years. Um, started off small like you do, grew up to, I think at one point I, I had nearly 20 staff. Um, so yeah, we were, we were quite a big pushing company, Yeah, doing quite well. So, so how does it talk? So you and your wife decide that, you know, you come to the show before you came to the show, you're already, you know, you're already you know, engaged or well, chatting with another agent, et cetera, mate. Whose idea was it to migrate to Australia? Um, Fran, Fran, that's my wife. We we always kind of, I think we wanted to go somewhere hot. So we'd got to a point in our lives, like I think a lot of us do, where we, you know, I was I was just turning forty at the time, and I was like, is this it? Is this is this life? Are we doing anything else? Um, so we started to decide what we wanted to do, where we wanted to go. Um, we were looking at either Australia or, or France because of um, I think that. I think the pro is called Escape to the Chateau, and that had just come out. So we were like, "Oh, we could go buy a castle," um, but I think the language barrier was a bit of a, an issue. So we started to look at the Australia route, um, and you sold us the brochure, mate. So that was yeah. that. How the kids go with it all? Like um, you know, the the transition and everything. When you told them to where they are now, are they are they loving Australia? Did, are they missing the UK? Yeah, um, good now. I mean, we've been here just short of four years. Uh, my eldest, she's she's eighteen. So, so as a fourteen-year-old, that was probably the the hard one to overcome. Um, she was also she's also my stepdaughter, so we had to get the clearance from her dad to get here, which I can see a lot of your clients have issues and concerns about. Um, so we, we we did that. Was it hard um, to go through that process with um, your um, your stepdaughter's father? Um, no, I mean, I mean, I think anybody wants, uh, you know, if you look at your heart, you could say, well, you don't want them to leave, but 
at the same time, it's it's that better opportunity, you know. So so fair play to him. He he signed it over. Uh, on the proviso, we had to we had to come back a little bit, but then then a little thing turned up called COVID and stopped a few flights. So now she's eighteen. It's all on her own. So she can she can decide what she wants to do herself. Yeah, that that would have definitely been tough. Um, you know, being fourteen, having lots of mates and all that, and then moving to to Australia. Um, what, what's she doing now with her life, mate? Um, she's, I think she calls it a gap year, <laughs> which is which is not much. Um, but she's 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 working at Kmart um, and and yeah, doing doing bits like that. She's 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 pretty relaxed, pretty chilled. She's enjoying the lifestyle here. Um, they do have the. I think they have the opportunity to, to be younger longer. So it's not where in England you, you're kind of like, right, you've finished school, what what do we do? They, they can have a little bit more leeway here before they, they start up. So so we, we're just allowing it to find herself, really. Where is here, mate? Whereabouts are you in Australia? So we're on the Gold Coast. Okay. Um, all right, so... Your family have been settled and everything like that. You had a you know pretty good, pretty decent sized business back in uh, in Halifax. Um, let's talk about well, it's yours. Your story is interest uh, interesting. So when you first arrived, what sort of work were you doing, mate? Because you've been here for four years. So so what did you do when you first got here? Yeah, so so originally I was quite lucky because I had a friend that I um, I originally did my apprenticeship with British Gas. There was a lad who I did my apprenticeship with. He he had his own business here. So that was the idea. He'd seen my business grow um, and was the opportunity to really put his heads together and, and move his business forward. Um, so that that was the idea. So thankfully, I had, I had that, um, which helped me with the licenses and the, where you had to tick all the boxes. Um, again, because of COVID, that didn't overly work out, so I had to look at a, a different route. Um, we're doing some steam work, um, which were good to go around and see new things, travel travel the country, but it was long long hours and hard work. Yeah, especially with a young, you know, with a young family, I guess too. Um, yeah. So, okay, so let's talk about the licensing side because um, I guess you got sort of stuck in a bit of a nightmare situation where you're probably advised to do the gas first um, and then go back and do the plumbing where if we had done the, if you had done the plumbing first, that would have covered lots of the units of competency required for the gas qualification for the QBCC. Is that correct? Yeah, I think I think the problem was is when, when you arrive, you, you're kind of scratching your head. Um, not a lot of people really know what you're supposed to do, where you go. So you, you start your own journey looking. Um, TAFE was... Obviously, that's like the the, the college here. Um, they weren't overly helpful. There were no real responses on that. So I, I ended up doing a, a private um, gas course, which I think you'll like to say, we, we've chatted about this before and um, you, you finally figured out the, the best way, which is great. Um, but yeah, I did a gas course and then but at the side of that, I did a, I'm doing a plumbing course and um, yeah, yeah, it's cost, cost a lot of money. Yeah, it, it's, it's just for the listeners out there that are licensed trades, um, yeah, you've got to do the gap training and everything like that. So it's taken a – it's one of those things, Ben, that the, reg, you know, the regulator hasn't changed. So since you've been here, you've had COVID, regulator yep. changes in the QB with the Queensland regulator, as well as the new plumbing and electrical qualification being um, sorted out. So most people in their lifetime wouldn't have any of those um, issues, and you've probably been able to tackle um, all three of them. But there's a massive upside um, – which I guess I'm really intrigued about as well. So 
you've now got a, a business set up. Do you want to talk to us about your business that you've set up in Australia and who you work with and how it works, please, mate? Yeah, sure. Again, a bit of a funny story. One of, one of the lads that did some um, contracting with me uh, back in Halifax, he's called James. He's um, he's an electrician by trade, so we'd, we'd worked on and off together um, on various things back home. When I said I were coming out here, he kind of followed the lead and, and went through you guys as well. Um, so we, we, he was two weeks behind me all the way. It was it was bizarre from from us deciding to go with it to both getting his visas um, ticked. We, you know everything, even arriving here two weeks behind. So so we've had a very similar journey of him doing his um, you know twelve months training and getting his licenses while I was on the back of that getting my licenses. We'd got to a point probably two years in where we both decided uh, enough for there's enough for uh, working for people. So at that point, we um, yeah we created No Hassle Solutions. Um, by doing that, we brought together the different trades, so the gas, the plumbing, the electric. Um, we've upskilled to do aircon as well while we've been here. And um, it works well because the licenses are quite hard to get. Um, we've been able to add something that a lot of people can't do. Um, we've also used lads from the Down Under Centre. Um, we've got five, it's five of us in all. Two of them lads come direct from the Down Under Centre, um, which has been great for us really because we kind of always go with the best of British um, and and you can't really beat the skills of the, the British lads um, and lasses, shall we say. Well, you know, I'll debate that, mate, being a plumber myself. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll save that for another day. So it's quite challenging for you to set up in Queensland. So um, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to, am I correct in saying you've got to do uh, an online course to be able to set up a business in Australia, sorry, in Queensland? Yeah, yeah that's right. You have to do like a, a business course. In a, in a sense, you know, we, we spend all this time, I think like everybody says, oh, yeah, well, we don't have to do that in England or we don't do that in the UK. Or, But in reality, I, I always used to say back home that I was a heating engineer, not a businessman, even though I had loads of staff and ran business and did this and that. But in reality, it does help. You know, you should know how to run certain aspects of a business. So it's not a bad idea for them to do that. So to be fair on, on the Queensland lot, it's um, I'd approve on that one. And how long did that um, did that course take, mate? Mine were next to nothing. I just had this uh, this old fella come round and have a cup of tea, and we just chatted for a bit, and that was it for me. I just had to answer a few questions, but I think James's were a bit more in depth. Um, maybe I just had the easy route. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting though. So, so to set the business up and to be approved, you you're being interviewed by someone to, and this was for, and and this is under the same um, business, No Hustle Solutions. So he met both both of you guys separately because you guys are both directors, I assume. Yeah, it would. It was just separately. Ultimately, you just had to have the uh, just the other qualification. It was just qualification based. Um, you, you you do literally have to have some sort of qualification or license for everything here. You know, it's it's um, that's why the multi trade thing is is a little bit more unique because it's just too hard to get them all and, and too expensive for all the licenses to be added together and not really used. Um, so it's that that's what we think with it. Well, you probably chose the three um, – well, you did. You chose the three licensed trades, and it's good for plumbers and electricians to be able to upskill to the um, air conditioning side. So when we talk about that, that's just your split system license. Is that correct? Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, the split system. 
And um, work-wise, um, are you as busy? Was it you know was it easy to get established and start getting clients, mate? Um, yeah, we 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 we've done really well. To be fair, to be able to keep five lads all 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 busy, um, it, it's quite a big ask to come from absolutely nowhere. You know, I think that's that's the big thing from back home. You know, when you start a business, you know people. You, you you've got your first month's worth of work from friends and family. Where here, it was a full standing start. Um, the levels of service here, I think when we arrived, weren't fantastic. They definitely improved even in the two years where we've been running our business. But I think they were quite surprised if you turned up, um, never mind doing the job. So it was pretty easy to to get quite a good reputation pretty quick. And are you saying that um, the clients were surprised that tradies were rocking up on time? Tradies were turning up at all. Um yeah, the, the, I think the the old adage of um, it'll be right, um, you know, a bit a little bit laid back, um, which which is what we all want as the dream. But unfortunately, we we're um, I suppose that's why Australia wants migrants to to improve the country as well. You know, yeah, it's so good, mate. I'm so happy for you. And what you know, so on the Goldie, what would a um, if you were to pay a plumber, Sparky, or gas engineer, what would the, um, what would a package look like working? Oh, for us it'd be about um eight ninety nine an hour. <laughs> uh, we'd probably um I th- I think the the it varies up to average about thirty eight to forty dollars an hour, something like that. And um you guys like you know, car, phone, tools, do you guys supply that or are they more or are they subcontractors that come in with all their own stuff? Yeah, so so we employ the lads, you know, the 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 idea was it really to um we found that what was strange was the different ways of employment here. So that the casual employment, which again is something that will um, take people quite by surprise. I, I suppose you could put it as a, a zero hours contract back in England. Um, we say to the lads, you know, that the, the big sales pitch for the lads for us is we, we've come, we've all come here for a better life. We've not come here just to, to work and drop, you know. And we were finding that that's what we were doing when we were, get, when we were being employed. We were. They just expected you, you know. They were they were pretty pretty intense employees, uh, employers. Sorry, so we tried to make it that the lads were, you know, everybody's a team. Everybody works together. If you need a bit of time off, take a bit of time off. You know, just just where you want to be. Like I say, we, we we've come here for a reason, for a better life, not um, not just to bust our asses every day. Yeah, fair play, mate. And so let's talk about the little ones and the wives and all that, mate. What are they? Yep. Um, what do they get up to in the Goldie? Um, so I've, like I say, so, so I've got five kids. Um, we come with three daughters and one little boy. Um, he was one when we came, the girls at that point were like eight, 12 and 14. Um, since we've been here, we've had a, we've had another little girl, little Flora. Um, she was born three months premature. Um, the, uh, hospital staff were absolutely fantastic. You know, I know we look at the NHS in England and, and it was very similar to that, but probably twice as good. You know, it was just the facilities, the care. It, it was amazing. You know, um, Flora's absolutely great now. She's, she's just, she's just turned one. Um, yeah. And she, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know she was so early. So yeah, it's, it's good. You know, they, they, and they all enjoy life. We've got a swimming pool and things like that. And yeah, everybody, everybody seems to in, enjoy what they're doing. Um, kids are kids, obviously, and probably watch more YouTube than they should do. But um, that's that's life, isn't it? No, well, if we keep creating awesome podcasts, mate, you can't really. Block- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is new to me, mate. This this is a this is a first for me. 
Oh, mate, I'm the same. When Lisa was like, oh, we've got to do podcasts, I was like, all right, what do we what, is, what do? we do? How do we listen to them? Where do we go? Anyway, we've sort of, we're just giving it a, giving it a crack, I guess, because I, I reckon so many people have um, stories to tell, and you're one of them, Ben, like, you know, just rocking up at an expo, um, you know, four, year, well, four years later, um, now you've got a, a business, um, which is, I guess, would you say it's established now? Like you, you've gone over that mark where you, where you know that income's coming in and there's enough work all the time. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'd like to think so because we've just bought another couple of vans, so um, we're in trouble if it doesn't. Um, but yeah, it's good. Everything's moving forward. Um, there's always talk of recessions on the, you know, in the future that a lot of things have gone up in price remarkably. But I'm, I know it's the same in England. You know, I, I went back um, two weeks ago for the first time and saw the differences back home in the in like after COVID. Um, that that mirrors here just the same, so it's just stuff to be aware of, I suppose. But the people are always asking for trades. Still, that's that's never going to go away. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of trades, I, I guess. So, so what's the difference in work, mate? As a pl- um, as a plumber or you know, gas fitter, air conditioning, and all that. Um, what's the difference between the UK and Australia? A bit of terminology or everything sort of similar. It's a little bit of a, I won't say a backward step to on on gas fitting and plumbing. It's it, Life's a bit easier because everything's fitted outside. So, because of the weather, they they, they don't have to uh, think of think of things freezing and things like that. But uh, so it makes my life a lot easier. Um, but the good that the drainage side and stuff that's 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 actually better, I think, here than than back home. Um, so yeah, it, it it's good. They're a little bit behind on the uh, climate change. Certainly in Queensland, I know I know where you're you're at. Wes is probably a bit different, but. Um, up, up here, they, they they just have all cylinders with just immersion heaters in. So there's new cl- uh, rebates and things for uh, heat pumps and things like that. So we're really jumping onto the energy efficiency market here, um, where they just push major on solar, but we're trying to tag onto that um, with the other things, which again we did back home. But um, yeah, it's, it's having to teach people how to combine things to save them money, which I think for the first time here, it's um, kicked in because because fuel and uh electricity and gas were so cheap here they didn't really have to worry about the cost of living but now it's it's going up so things are changing yeah and let's talk about the uh the fittings and all that sort of stuff mate like you know the plumbing fittings i know when i was in the uk when i first got their plumbing i they i had to um they bloody showed me the brochure ben and i could <laughs> point it out mate because i'm saying the mailine union you know all lugged elbow and all this sort yeah, of stuff yeah. what's uh, how'd you find the terminology yeah, very hard, <laughs> very hard. When I, when I went into the suppliers, I, I quickly told them I was um, I was English and um, didn't know what anything was. So would they mind if I walked around the back with them and pointed what I needed? Um, and thankfully they did, because um, otherwise I, I probably wouldn't have started up. Um, but yeah, they, they, these all sorts, just diff- different things, l- little silly things, you know, they call something like a splash back, some, a backsplash and d- just odd things. I'd call it a hob. They'd call it a cooktop. Um, you know, it, it's you soon have to change your your ways of thinking. So don't don't come here being stubborn because it won't last. Yeah, I know. I always say to the guys when I'm delivering the um, plumbing practical assessments for for immigration, I'm always like, "Oh, we're going to do a roughing." And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, "We'll do a first fix," and it sounds funny. And then I'm chatting to. Then I chat to a few mates because I've like lots of my mates are still tradies and all that sort of stuff. And um, 
I'll, I'll, I'll reverse it, Ben, for some silly reason. I'll be like, oh, mate, you um, have you done your first fix? And they're like, what's a first fix? <laughs> Sorry, a roughing. Or the um, or the cash point. I always say, oh, you know, we're going to go to the cash point, even though over here we call it an ATM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if they are in it, yeah, so it's a, could never find one. And um, think, mate, what, about, what about sport and everything like that? Are you, um, are you have you adapted into the Aussie rules footy, or you sort of into, were, you, were you into sport in the UK? Yeah, not 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 so much into the into the Aussie rules as of yet. Um, I, I watch more rugby league, but I think you know, as you know, Aussie rules is called footy. Rugby league is called footy. Soccer's not called footy. <laughs> it's a quite a hard one to um, to, to go with what, who you uh, who you support when you when you're talking to people. Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? It's it's really state like um, Vic, where I'm where, where I'm coming in from, um, South Australia, uh, WA, Northern Territory. We're all footy. Oh, that didn't help. We're all <laughs> AFL footy, uh, and then yeah, Queensland, New South Wales, Canberra, uh, footy. They're um, they're rugby. Um, and then you got rugby union, rugby league. You got rugby league. Yeah, you can say you've got you've got because you've got your rugby league and your rugby union and everything. So I, I think I just say I like rugby league now. It's there's, there's so many people now. I mean, the Gold Coast in particular is so diverse. You know, like you said, that the footy it might be a guy from Melbourne or whatever. Um, so so yeah, just I keep it simple. I, I don't try to blend in that much. My Yorkshire so- tones not not fully left me. No, no, you've still got that, mate. I hope you don't lose it either. It's good. It's good to um, it's good to pretend I understand what you're saying. To be honest, mate. I, a... I mean, you you soon have to change your change your accent. Um, I, th- I I noticed. I met this lad when I first came over that I used to play rugby with many years ago, and he was from Doncaster, which is kind of the deepest Yorkshire accent you could probably get. And I met him in this pub, and he was just talking so posh, and I was like. What, what are you doing? Why, why are you speaking like that? Um, and then I, I, I've kind of phrased it as it's called, I'm Hugh Granting. So I speak posher, I speak better, my words are all longer, um, just so people can understand me because they, they just stare. I'd, I'd be talking and they would just stare at me as if I was an alien. Um, so yeah, you, you have to adapt. Yeah, I like that. Like the, like, you're like the posh plumber, mate, these days. You know, have it, have it out <laughs> yeah. with the is is Doncaster? I think I went to Doncaster once. Do they actually have like a um, a factory there where they make all the done like all the toilets and all that? Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure, mate. I'm not I'm, I'm not sure yeah. what Doncaster's famous for. To be fair, I I, I went there and they had a big um, uh, a fact like we went there to I don't know some plumbing thing I was doing at the time and um, it was really interesting because they showed us around of how they're actually making all the cisterns and everything like that. I'm pretty. I remember it being Doncaster <laughs> because. In um in Melbourne, there's a place called Doncaster, which is kind of where I right. grew up. It was just yeah, interesting to be in Doncaster. But all yeah, right, mate, it's, so, it's weird. It's weird, isn't it? That yeah, it's just wait when you when you find a name um that's similar and 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 you've been in both countries for half your life each. I guess it um, <laughs> brings back some good memories. But um, mate, Gold Coast, you know, is it all about bright lights and um you know blokes with their tops off, tanning up all over the place, sunbathing all over? Is, is you know, is that what it's like, or, or or what's it really like in your mind? Uh, yeah, well, I, I think it's. Um, you, you, I think what my wife calls it something. I can't remember what she calls it. It's something like, oh, oh, it's so Gold Coast, and you can see that that people are have got all the teeth whitened and they're um, and the tops off and things. But 
Um, I'm 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 a little bit old for that, so I, I tend just to to sit in my back garden and, and drink a few um, Jim Beams now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, but yeah, it, it is. But I, I think it's when we first arrived again. COVID's caused a lot of a lot of things, and a lot of people have moved up here. So the Gold Coast has moved from a seaside city to you know a productive city now. I think so. We we. I can see the growth here being being massive, really. Um, certainly with Brisbane having the Olympics, you know, that everybody kind of pushes towards that. But I think the Gold Coast is miles better than Brisbane. So um, sorry to all you Brisbaneites out there. Um, you know, th- there is everything here. Um, and, and I have to admit, I hated the place when I first arrived. It, it did take me some time to um, to settle in. Um, if, if it weren't for COVID, I'd have probably been back on the first flight within 12 months. So... Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's a lovely place, a beautiful place. Let's talk about the uh, the challenges in the first twelve months that we're going to yep. um, send you back on a plane. Yeah, uh, I, I think the the majority of it was down to the down to the skills, you know, the licensing, um, just being lost with that. You know, I, I, there was one point was I was in. I always tell the story to somebody that I was in the um, when I worked in the factory at the steam place. And I was I was sweeping the floor in this big fact this factory that was like something out of the sixties, and um, I just thought, what have I done? You know, I'm, I'm getting up at four in the morning. I'm driving an hour to get here to start at six, and I'm, I'm sweeping a floor. I, I, what have I done? Um, but things change, you know. I, th- I think that's a realization is when you do come here, and this is a biggie. Everybody that comes here is successful. This is why you are here. You've done well in life. So just be aware that you might have to take a step back before you take them two, three steps forward. Um, because now life is fantastic. You know, we, we, if if I look back when what we what we have to what we had is amazing, really. You know, so it was definitely the right move, and I'd have made a mistake to go back. Good on you, mate. That was really well explained. Um, yeah, that I think I, I I totally agree with you from doing these podcasts and having this business for, for over 10 years is you, you speak about the emotional side so much and it takes, I'm actually going to steal what you're saying there, Ben, you've got to go back <laughs> to step forward. It's so true because the time it takes you to adjust and there's yeah. lots of people that do go back and, you know, it's their choices, no right or wrong. But, yeah. you know, if you can give it as long as you can, if you can, you know, if you can do that and push through it, the benefits are there because you do end up sort of maybe – you know, if, if it's not financially successful, it just might be that like sense of sort of fulfillment that you start feeling better because of the weather and you start getting used to the Australian way of life a little bit more. And and it is yeah. so different because you've got to remember Australia is so big. So coming from Melbourne, you know, I, I made a comment before about the Gold Coast being all, um, you know, tops off down the beach and sunbaking. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a ginger from Victoria. That doesn't, you know, that that's my biggest fear to be honest, Ben. So, um, you know, it's very different. But then you go and surfing and you're going all the way in WA and it's so different. There's so many places to see. Um, and I'm so yeah. happy that it worked out for you in the Goldie. Would you consider it? Would, did you ever consider another area of Australia or was it just, no, Gold Coast and then just go home? Yeah, I, I think I think it, if, if I'd have had my choice originally, we was going to look at Perth, I think just because of the – Kind of, I suppose, the English connection to Perth. I think everybody seems to be English there, uh, or British, shall we say? Um, so I was going to look there, but just because I had I had the theoretical job offer, uh, that's what made me go to the Gold Coast. But when I did when I did do the steam work, I travelled uh, I travelled up north quite a little bit and out west, um, and it was 
beautiful. You know, the 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 people were nicer. The, the you know, it was just nice. If you could go there, I suppose, and work work from home, it'd be amazing. Just just because it was just it was like what you'd imagine the old style way of life would be. Um, again, I'm Gold Coast is a city, so city living is different to my little town of Halifax. Um, so, you, you know, where you go from somewhere where you know everybody in, in a pub, you know, you, you'll go and you know nobody. Um, so, so yeah, I think I think wherever you go, um, you know, you've just got to be prepared to be tight-knit as a family and, and stick together because you are all you've got. Um, so that's that's a big thing. Yeah, mate. We're showing how smart plumbers are, I reckon, in this podcast, mate. You word and everything really well. <laughs> uh, it's, it's so spot on. You've got to just work together with your family and who you're coming over with, and yeah, that's great. Now, um, any uh, any advice, any tips you'd ever give to someone looking to make the move or who's about to land? Um, to be fair with, with the work side, I, th- I think you guys have, have kind of cracked it with that to, to, to listen to what, what you've said, you know, the big differences are that there, there's different states, different rules, different things. So not everything's as, as you would imagine. You can't, you can't prep for everything, but you, you know, um, just, just be aware, um, bring as much money as you can. You'll, you'll burn through it very quickly when you first arrive. Um, yeah, yeah. You use you guys for for the stuff where you, if you need work or or whatever. I think that's that's a good option. Feeling that if they're going to the Gold Coast, they can always hit me up. But I don't want to say that on the recording. That's good, Ben. All right. Well, um, mate, thank you. Just well, firstly, congratulations for what like everything you've done, mate. It sounds um, it sounds awesome. I think the most challenging part is having four daughters. My my, my daughter's only. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 10 months old, mate. She's actually 10 months old today. There you go. But, oh, congratulations um, on that one, mate. Well done. Yeah, yeah she's, a, she's a gem, mate. She, I love my little jazzy. She's a, she's a regular on our monthly webinars. I think for the people that watch our webinars, she's been in every webinar since she's been born, actually, because I, <laughs> I, I do the morning shift still um, yep. from, from 5.30 to um, you know, 7.30-ish, whatever. But, um, mate, thank you and, and, and well done and all that. And I uh, wish you all the best. And, um, guys, if you are in, um, you know, the Gold Coast, and oh, um, how far does your um, work travel, mate? How far will you go to, you know, if our listeners wanted to um, to get you guys in? Gold Coast, Brisbane, um, inland a bit. Um, yeah, you, you have to travel a bit here, mate. That's, that's part of the game, isn't it? So, um, yeah, northern New South Wales, we're all over. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Well, guys, if you know, get a hold of No Hassle Solutions if you're um, if you're needing any sort of electrical, plumbing, or refrigeration work. Um, it's always good to support, um, you know, to support previous migrants so they can grow and all that. It's probably 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 nice to meet um, to, to meet a few people from England as well. Do, does it happen, Ben? Are you working for many people from um, from the UK and they spot your accent or anything like that? Yeah, you, you, it, it's quite bizarre, really, because you. Um... When you work with them, the the there was one the other day that I walked in the door and, and he spoke to me and, and he couldn't have been any more Australian. How you know it was a full on good eye as I walked in. Um, <laughs> we went through a few things and then all of a sudden he started talking Liverpoolian and he just well like that's unbelievable and he were like oh yeah I'm from Liverpool but I've been here so and so and some people adapt. Uh, Fran, my wife, she's adapting. She, I'm like, who are you? When she talks to me sometimes, but um, and some people don't. That, that'd be like me. <laughs> uh, the, 
it cracked me up, mate. I, I was in the UK for so long, about 13 years, which is a long time. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I, even to, even the week before I left, I'd walk into a shop and someone would say, oh, where are you from? And I'd forget I'm Australian. I'd be like, oh, just down the road. You know, what's it to you? That's how it works in <laughs> London. But then you'd have some of the Aussies, mate. They'd be there for six weeks in London. They've already got a British accent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch out for a few people, but but here I reckon it's always good. If you can keep your if you can keep your identity and your accent, it's nice because you'll you'll even yeah. notice the Queenslanders talk a lot different to the um, to the Victorians and the people in Perth speak a bit different to us um, in Victoria. I think it, if we kind of say that that people from Melbourne they always kind of finish up on the end of the sentence like that, so it's. Um... That's why I always think, oh, you're from Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they are different. Well, on that note, guys, we will call <laughs> um, this podcast over. Is that what you mean? Is it like over? Is that is that what you're getting at? Is it, or am I doing a bad example? <laughs> I think I, you, I think you I, can I, tell you've been plumbing. in England too long, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I think I stick to plumbing and migration, not 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 voiceovers. But mate, thanks again for um, for making your time. It's a uh, you know Thursday in the afternoon, and you. Um, and I think the uh, the listeners the listeners are really going to benefit from um, from this conversation. So, again, mate, um, thank you very much. And um, guys, oh, that's Ben from the Hassle Solution. Thanks, mate, and thanks for uh, all the help getting us here as well. With you and uh, Jenny and everybody, it was uh, it was great. Yeah, not a problem. Very welcome. All right, guys, join us on the next one. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.